Talk Radio. Prepare yourself. Okay, let's go. This is Veg Talk Radio. And we're back again. Yes, for another exciting episode of our podcast. And you know what that podcast is called? It's called Veg Talk Radio. And we're back again doing it. I, I don't know why we keep, why do we keep doing this? Because it rocks. Because it rocks and it rolls. And we like talking. Can you tell? <laughs> my name's Jay, along with my beautiful wife. Elena. And she's back in the saddle once again. She took a small little hiatus, but that's okay. She's feeling better now, so she's here. And it makes me happy because, you know, she's here. But anyway, this week we're talking about veganize me. What steps you can take on your journey to become more of a, if you're already a vegan, a better vegan, or if you're thinking about becoming a vegan, uh, then by all means, we can take the steps uh, to, to get you there or help you there. And you, uh, from time to time, you might hear our new mascot. She is a new family member. Her name is Eve, and uh, she is a uh, beautiful uh, pity lab mix. And uh, you'll hear her uh, in the background uh, because we're babysitting today. Actually, we're not really babysitting. She's babysitting us. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. She's adding your two cents in. Yeah, and sometimes she might have a few words to say. So if you hear her bark in the background, you'll know exactly. That's 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 just Eve doing her thing. So. And we're going to share some uh, information from uh, Veg Michigan's Veg Fest, uh, which was April twenty uh, eighth. Had a great time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alicia Silverstone was there, and we actually thought we were going to miss her speech because we didn't get there until like 1230, but she, I think she started at 1245 or something like that. And uh, she had a great speech about uh, her and her, her son was there. I think his name is Bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Michael Greger uh, had a, a chance to uh, speak on uh, a whole food plant-based diet, as well as uh, I believe uh, Lisa McDowell was there as well. She's the team dietitian for the Detroit Red Wings. Oh, yay. And I wore my Red Wings. Uh, uh, I didn't get a chance to uh, see anybody from the Red Wings, but I think one of the guys, uh, I can't remember, I don't even really know what his name is, but I think he's just recently went vegan and, and he had stories to tell. He's one of the, key, the keynote speakers, as well as Dan from the Barn Sanctuary down in Chelsea, Michigan. Uh, he was there, and he has some exciting news. I don't know if anybody's heard yet, but he's going to be featured. Uh, I think it's called the Barn or the Sanctuary or Animal Sanctuary. I think it's a TV show that's coming up on Animal Planet. I don't get me wrong. Just visit barnsanctuary.org, and he's got all the details there. But that's very exciting for him. They're going to go behind the scenes and show you what goes in the day in the life of, of uh, or what happens in the day of day in the life of a uh, of a barn sanctuary like that, or the a sanctuary, animal sanctuary. So we uh, had a great time. Uh, some of the things I took away from it was it was a larger footprint this year. It was big. There was it a was lot of people well there. attended. <clears throat> yeah, there was. Excuse uh, me. There was probably. Oh, I have no idea. There were thousands of people there. But I, even the difference between this year and last year. Last year, it seemed like there was like half the amount of people, but they had to double up the capacity and the actual area for where all the food vendors were and and uh, all the booths were. It was doubled up in size. It was really really nice. Very well laid out. Nice job to uh, Veg Michigan, who uh, obviously put the show on, and it was absolutely fantastic. Some of the things that I took away this year, I, I thought it was great. Uh, some of the food vendors are starting to embrace uh, uh, getting away from the use of single-use uh, single plastics. So cool. there were eco-friendly utensils uh, with some of the vendors, and uh, kudos goes out to them. I was pretty excited to see that. Uh, we had a, I, I personally uh, needed to get a little southern on, 
and uh, <laughs> uh, living down south for a while, it, you get real used to the food. And there's a, there was a catering company called Soul Vegan out of Chicago, Illinois. And uh, they had um, they had southern food, and I I was grateful to stand in line to have uh, some collard greens, the best mac and cheese I've ever had. Uh, it was a tofu cheese base, amazing, cornbread, and the barbecue uh, seitan was oh, outstanding, it was outstanding, outstanding. Yeah. And then we had some peach crisp for dessert. Uh, it's definitely not uh, uh, low calorie. Uh, but I wasn't there shopping around for low calorie that day. <laughs> it, was, it was finger licking good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, it's, it's, it's exciting to see all the different types of food that were there. And, you know, when you're first looking into vegan food and you're kind of wondering, do I have to eat grass all the time? And it, it's absolutely nothing. It's the furthest from the truth when you hear people think, well, you're just going to be eating lettuce all day. No, it's more than rabbit food by far. And it was exciting to see that there. Well, I learned tips every time you go and you meet with uh, other individuals of like mind uh, or people exploring uh, a better way to take care of your body. It was it was just it, it just fuels you uh, to make better choices. Uh, it was wonderful to see even all of the um, rescue groups that were out there. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of greyhounds. Um, and it was just it was really nice to get a chance to meet people one on one. Uh, people in the trenches saving animals and, and, and just making it better all around. So I really enjoyed that. I also uh, enjoyed uh, Dr. Greger's uh, presentation. I've already listened to the audio book, uh, How Not to Die, uh, and he has a part two uh, that's out as well. Very animated speaker, uh, is very passionate about what he's talking about. Uh, I like the fact that his uh, information is... Uh, science and research based mm -hmm. uh, no smoke and mirrors just talking about what it means to have a healthier lifestyle uh, his website uh, nutrition nutritionfacts.org yep. um, if you want to learn about uh, nutrition just in general and what's in your foods and uh, get into the science behind uh, the research that's going on, um, and that this information, a lot of this information has been out for a long time, but it hasn't gotten the, uh, it's not that it is incredible, but that it gets buried a lot. Yeah. And it's, and some people are under the impression, at least in the audience that I've noticed uh, that a lot of these studies were like new studies. Actually, they're not a lot of, some of these studies go way back, even a hundred years, like the China study, for example, you know, these things, uh, or studies that have, um, uh, progressed over a number of years, like oh, yeah. decades, long-term studies, and some 25, 30 years, fifty-year studies that uh, this stuff uh, that uh, Dr. Greger talks about, and it's absolutely fascinating. And it was nice to see the light bulb moments for a lot of folks who realized I, that you can reverse type two diabetes. I was surprised you, yeah. to see. I was excited to see uh, as many people there where they were starting to explore a plant-based diet, yeah. where they. You know, it, it's interesting when someone tries um, a swap out uh, in food for the first time and they're blown away by how good the food tastes. Because really, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's how do you work it into your lifestyle? How do you bring it into your family? How do you assimilate it into your everyday life mm -hmm. uh, and not be, you know, considered fringe or ostracized? Because that's not what it's about. It's what are you know? garbage in garbage out mm -hmm. 
uh, I, I've shared uh, with the listeners, uh, I think, in the very beginning that I looked at it from a, a, an athletic performance standpoint, but it can be for a variety of reasons. Veganism is a, is an overall philosophy and lifestyle. Um, people come to it for different reasons. It makes me so excited when people uh, get out of their shell and take a chance and go and try some new things and just see what it's like. I was surprised, you know, it, I, Dr. Greger talks about um, a whole food plant-based diet, and and that is the the Cadillac or the Ferrari or the Maserati of food, and we can all get there. It, some take a little longer than others. Uh, you know, I, we we talk about you know that transition from going to an American diet to a whole food plant-based diet with the processed foods that are out there to help you kind of segue. I mean, I cheer anybody on that can just jump from an American diet right into a whole foods diet and just embrace it. I had to take some steps to get to that yeah. point. Uh, and I still eat some processed foods and I, and I'll, I'll be honest. It's yeah. vegan processed food. I, I and, but I, I have to admit, I mean, the transition takes a little while. And for me, I mean, we started off as vegetarians first and we got rid of a lot of the meat, but we still ate fish and eggs for a while. And then a couple of years, two and a half years ago now, we made it permanent. It was, a, it was a choice. We made an active choice. And then what we transitioned with was some of this, I guess you could classify it as vegan junk food. And man, is there a lot of it out there. And boy, does that stuff taste well, good. Well, you know, it brings to the point where, um, you know, you have a love affair with ice cream. The, I'm going to call uh, it nice cream. Uh, yeah, uh, you know nice what? cream, and, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and yes, I make the ones, I do make stuff at home where it's just frozen bananas whipped up with the uh, fruit, and that's delicious too. But let's face it, you know, if you're going to be out with family and friends and you want to um, not bring a tremendous amount of attention to yourself, you know, because it, it's interesting, uh, our friends have kind of gotten used to us being vegan, uh, you know, but I still get, I, I, I welcome the questions. I don't welcome snide comments, uh, <laughs> yeah. but you know, like there's some easier things like there was Ben and Jerry's there. I, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, I, I happen to like the, uh, so delicious ice creams, but I thought, okay, we'll try some Ben and Jerry's. Um, you know, that's more familiar to a lot of people and it's okay to treat yourself i yeah, mean don't get don't think that you have to go so restrictive that you're not going to treat yourself with the delicious, that delicious aldi cake uh, oh, that, oh my yeah, god it wasn't at the show but but I mean, no we but tried that. we tried this and and i know detroit vegan um uh he was on my facebook page and you can also follow him on facebook too he had mentioned about where can somebody find this aldi uh vegan chocolate cake, cake chocolate cake yeah, and we just happened section. to have it right here in our local vegan uh, aldi store here and boy i thought okay it's gonna be one of those overly sweet nasty you know, dried out nasty things. dried out something but boy we took it out of the freezer and let it thaw and it it's was like brownie with ganache it, it, it's, it's killer it's absolutely unbelievable and this is all non-dairy so yes it's okay to treat yourself and i think that as you know we can still be conscientious and eat whole food plant-based but you got to treat yourself sometime at least for me anyway I know. I, we're, we're, we're moving that way i thought another thing that was kind of interesting just as a tip was and i never really thought about it and i'm going to try it and see if i like it i was sharing a while ago that uh, a, a light bulb aha moment for me was when I realized that breakfast, lunch, and dinner didn't have to be American. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, you just don't think about the routine things that you do all of the time. I thought it was kind of interesting, you know, beans and greens. Just keep remembering beans and greens, beans and greens, beans and greens. 
Beans and greens, beans and greens, beans and greens. And uh, Dr. Greger had suggested uh, uh, white beans mashed up in your oatmeal. At first I was a little, I'll be honest with you, I was a little kind of grossed out. I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't know, I really like really? oatmeal. But actually it might be pretty good. It might not be too bad. And I'm thinking, think outside of the box when you're adding the different components to your meal plate, right? Because you have grain, uh, grains, greens, um, what, and, and by the way, everything has protein in it. It's a building block. People get really uptight about, well, where do you get your protein? Where do you get protein? Everything. It, it's a cumulative, it's, it's cumulative through the day of what you're looking at. So I, I just thought that was kind of interesting to think about that. I am going to incorporate more greens in breakfast. See, I normally like greens. Oh, so, I know. I mean, you, I'll, I'll have a Buddha bowl easy. every single day for lunch, and it's absolutely wonderful. And you can throw anything in there. But I thought about it. You know, I don't add a lot of greens to my breakfast. Yeah. Not usually. And I'm thinking, okay, outside of the box for me at this point, at one point it'll be routine. But I thought that was pretty slick. Um, and, uh, you know, just uh, blanching collard. Uh, excuse me. Well, you could blanch collard too. But um, kale. Uh, kale is not my favorite. I, I love kale. I know you do. But I thought, well, you know, I, I'm going to try that and see if I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought it was pretty exciting. Every time I go, I learn something new, uh, try a new product, eat some new food, learn uh, something more about, you know, how to take care of animals. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. I think it's one. great. So we're going to come up, we're going to talk about, you know, vegan pantry, how to transition into uh, some of the things that you, some of the simple things that you can do when you go to the grocery store. Easy uh, swaps. Yeah, easy swaps. That's all coming up after the news. So stay close. This is Veg Talk Radio News for the first week in May 2019. This summer, Pizza Hut will add vegan cheese to its menu at all of its U.S. locations. We've been testing the marketing and when it comes to vegan cheese for quite some time, and we're just about ready to make the leap. This is according to a spokesperson from Pizza Hut that told the Vegan Herald. We plan to have this vegan cheese available to all of our U.S. locations by the end of summer, most likely in August. An overwhelming majority of the public is in favor of allowing plant-based foods to use dairy terms such as milk, yogurt, and cheese. This is on product labels. This comes from a new review commissioned by trade group PBFA, which is the Plant-Based Foods Association. More than 7,000 public comments made to the Food and Drug Administration about the use of dairy terms for plant-based milks found that 76% of these submissions advocated for the continued use of descriptive dairy terms on plant-based milks and other dairy alternatives. Vegan actress Natalie Portman spoke in front of a group of 16,000 students at We Day. This is a gathering and a celebration of youth activists held in Los Angeles. This actor, uh, the actress rather, focused on the majority of her speech, uh, the connection between different forms of injustice, particularly feminism and veganism. Only after I became active in women's issues did I realize that my veganism was related to those very issues. This according to Portman, dairy and eggs don't just come from cows and chickens, they come from female cows and female chickens. And finally, on May 2nd, Beyond Meat became the first vegan meat company to go public vegan brand initially uh, expected its stocks to be priced between $19 and $21 per share. However, it opened big on Thursday morning at a whopping $46 per share. Beyond Meat success throughout the first day of trading, stock prices surged more than 163%, making it the top performing first day stock of the year, beating out last month's launch of Silk Road Medical on the NASDAQ. 
Beyond Meat secured $241 million from the sale of 9.63 million shares and is currently valued at $3.8 billion. This has been VegTalk Radio News for the first week in May 2019. And we are back again. And now we're talking about Veganize Me and some of the simple things, tips and tricks that you can do to make your life as a new fresh vegan or even a vegan that you've been for a while a little bit simpler, a little bit easier. Absolutely. So uh, some of these tips uh, that I have are actually from things that I've been doing, but I uh, researched some stuff as usual. Uh, you can check out Mercy for Animals, Made in Nature, PETA. They have great tips and tricks about easy swaps. Uh, I think the one that was uh, a little bit unusual for me coming from an American diet was uh, aquafaba. And most people are like, aqua what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is aquafaba? It's really straight, easy. It's real easy. Bean juice. Okay, so how do you spell aquafaba? Is it A-Q-U-A-F-A-B-A? You got it. Oh, look at that. So every time you go to make hummus and you dump out the uh, juice out of a chickpea can, uh, your garbanzo bean can. So save it. Save it. Mm -hmm. And I do. I, I keep it in a little container, and that's a great substitute uh, for eggs. And it doesn't work exactly the same way as what you would do like in a scrambled egg situation, but you can use it in baking and cooking. Uh, you can make meringue out of it. And the thing that you did, we tested out two different versions of your beautiful yummy chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah. One you used aquafaba, and the other one was an egg replacer with... Yeah, it, actually, it's uh, Bob's Red Mill that's it. egg okay. replacer. Uh, for, uh, for our family, I took the Nestle Toll House baked chocolate chip cookie recipe which, you know, it, it's pretty much a recipe that's been around forever and a day in most people's kitchens. Uh, and I, I tried both of them. And you can use uh, aquafaba in it. Uh, I found that my uh, cookies were just a little bit flatter. Tasted with, great. With the aquafaba? Right. And then I also used the Bob's Red Mill uh, egg replacer. It's just a water and powder mix. Uh, and that one was the hit in the house, so that's the one that we went with. And boy, do they taste good. And you know what? Our non-vegan friends love the cookies. Oh, yeah. They and don't they, know any difference. They didn't think they were vegan. They thought they were right. like, you use butter and eggs in this? No. No. Yeah. So no, I didn't. Uh, so another substitute for eggs, it, depending on, you have to experiment and try recipes. That's the easiest thing. I'm a Pinterest fanatic, uh, so that's where I get a lot of my recipes. Uh, you can also use chia seeds as a thickener. Chia seeds and water, uh, that's pretty well known in the vegan community. But if Are you're those not, the same chia seeds that you can make no. with chia pets? No. No? No, okay. they're not treated with any kinds of chemicals and so, that kind of stuff. So in other words, you can't go out and buy a chia pet and then use the seeds? Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, ground flax, that's also... Uh, flax your flax. Yep. I do find that sometimes the ground flax uh, is a little bit more drying, uh, so if you're working in a baking environment, I say experiment. You know what? There's somebody in the house that'll eat it. Um, this is a simple one, uh, and it's really easy in the grocery store now. Instead of drinking cow's milk, you know, not my not my mother, not my milk. Mm -hmm. There are so many different kinds of plant-based milks now. Soy, almond, oat, hemp, rice. Try it. Is that the same hemp as rope? Um. Yeah, okay, you're putting me on the spot. I'm thinking, yeah, probably. So, I mean, it comes from the so plant. So if you get hungry, just go find some rope and start chewing on it? <laughs> no. Okay, no. 
Um, it, you know, I, it, if you have time to make it at home, it's really easy. Almond milk. Oh, and there's cashew milk too. I forgot about that one. Oh yeah, I used to drink cashew milk in my coffee all the time, but then we found the the thickness of the soy milk was actually yeah. I like the un, unsweetened soy. It, it just has a good mouthfeel. Uh, I'm more of a consistency person than anything else. Um, honey, uh, a substitute for honey is agave um, or maple syrup, depending on what you're using. Uh, agave is very very sweet, so you need to use very little of that. It's fr- it plant based. I think they actually. I think that that's made out of um, plants that are grown in Mexico. Um, It is very sweet. It does taste a little bit different. You can also use um, rice syrup. That's great for making like um, uh, like chewy granola bars, those kinds of things. Uh, Another thing uh, for uh, I know a lot of people with the summer coming along and cookouts and a lot of things made with ground. Yeah, with ground beef. Uh, That's an easy substitute. Um, if you're not quite to the all, you know, more uh, whole food thing, you can get a lot of the crumbles, uh, frozen crumbles that are now out on the market. Yeah, Beyond believe, Meat has yep, frozen crumbles, Meat, Gardenia, Gardein, all those, uh, or Yep, uh, Aldi has uh, stuff that you can use too. Delicious, um, really easy to season, take it out of the bag, defrost, you know, fry it in a pan. But you can also substitute uh, that mouthfeel with lentils. Lentils are excellent for you. Uh, mushrooms, uh, love them. Uh, so there are so many ways that you can create your own burgers. There's a ton of them out there. You name it, you can put it in a burger. Um, they tend to be something that you have to kind of work with the consistency to get them to hold together a little bit. Don't make them too dry, mm-hmm. not too wet. So you have to play around with that a little bit. But once you've got it, I mean, you can pre-make them and freeze them and then throw them on the grill. Real easy fixes. Um I know cheese is a big addictive food that lots of people get really, they, you know, they, they like, well, I could never give up cheese. Well, you don't have to. There's a lot of plant-based cheeses, plant-based cheeses out there now that if you absolutely have to have something, you can. Uh, but my favorite on the planet is nutritional yeast. That? I, I, I love it on popcorn. I love it on pasta. I, heck, I, I could eat it by the spoonful if I... You know, if I didn't look like a total pig in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Other substitutes for eggs... In baking, real easy, applesauce. Applesauce uh, is a great substitute. It's also a great substitute for oils. What was the thing that you made that was applesauce based that I really liked? Was oh, it? A, I, wasn't a? Was it? Was it? No, was it a pudding? I don't remember. I but don't anyway, know. it was actually really good. Um, mashed uh, mashed bananas will work as a binder as well. Okay. Um, and if you make if you're making things with heavy cream, you can use coconut cream. So that's not a whole food in the sense that it's a fat, but if you're going to be baking, you can use that. A swap for mayo. Yes, they do have vegan mayos out there, like Just Mayo and, and Hellman's, Hellman's just came Hellman, out with one yep, too. Did, yep. um, if you are, are if you're moving away from any kind of oils in your diet, um, mayo is going to be off the list. But uh, some swaps for it: avocado. Oh yeah, avocado. Hummus. Now, and hummus. hummus is easy. Yep. Speaking of which, you know, legumes, these are main proteins on a vegan diet. They're inexpensive and extremely versatile. They come from hummus. I eat hummus if I, I can eat hummus every single day. Veggie burgers, tacos, burritos, soups, salads, stir fries, even pasta dishes. All types of these, all types of these legumes can be used in various ways in in creating an endless supply of plant-based proteins. And amame. 
Edamame. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lentils, peas, uh, split or whole, tempeh, which is... Oh, one, yum. Yeah, Best bacon yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Tofu. Yeah. You know, black you, beans, black-eyed yep. peas. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you want to swap out bacon, uh, uh, tempeh, uh, you uh, make a marinade, slice it, thin, steam it a little bit first, take the bitterness out, um, let it cool down, put it in a marinade, uh, slice it up. Uh, I slice it up and then put it in a marinade, keep it in the fridge, uh, sealed up. Uh, it's absolutely delicious. I... Uh, you know, I'm just thinking about all of the things that are coming up with this summer. Yeah, the typical American fare and how to make easy swap outs. Instead of sour cream, use silk and tofu. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so many options. Pulled pork, um, that's a, a popular item, especially down south, but I suppose up here up north it could be too. Jackfruit. People, yeah. I, I didn't even know what jackfruit was a couple of years ago. You can get it, uh, young jackfruit in brine. A lot of Asian markets will have it, uh, depending on where you live. It, you can even get it online. And uh, if you're in downtown Detroit and you want to check out an old uh, Irish pub, Old Shillelagh, they have a jackfruit pulled pork free uh, sandwich that you had that yeah. was absolutely outstanding. Killer. So if you ever find yourself in downtown Detroit, oh yeah, it's like check a out couple the blocks away from there. Comerica Park. Definitely check that place out. Absolutely. So those are just easy swaps, uh, things that you can put in your pantry. Grains is another one. They're great fillers. You know, like uh, barley. Uh, Quinoa. Bas- uh, jasmine rice, black rice. Well, that's rice. actually a seed. What, jasmine Qu- rice? No, no, no. Right, no, um, quinoa oh, okay. is, is a type of seed, actually. But, yeah. I mean, I consider it as a bulk. And buckwheat groats. I've not had uh, groats before. We actually have them. I haven't cooked them yet. That'll be something we'll have to try. Bulgur wheat, farro. Uh, millet, oats, uh, quinoa was listed in here too, wheat mm-hmm. berries, and wild rice. Yeah. And not to mention, pastas is another thing. And most people think that, well, okay, was, is there, you know, pastas are made out of eggs, not necessarily. Read you know, the package. Yeah, read, always read the package. So there's brown rice pasta, uh, mung bean threads. Oh, I love mung beans. And mung beans are actually really, really and they, good. And, and that's one of the things, they didn't grow up with Asian food, but they, can, uh, they make uh, sweet treats out of mung beans too, which yeah. are super yummy. And, you know, rice noodles of all sizes, quinoa pastas out there. There's soba noodles, too. Those are the cheap and easy ones. Aren't those like... Um, oh, you mean like ramens? Yeah, no, they're like soba, ramens. But you can get soba. Yeah. Yeah, same kind of thing. But ramen noodles, too, I guess. Yeah. And, and so but think outside of the box. Put some new things together. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is just a, an opportunity to try new food. Yeah. Nuts and seeds, uh, almonds. You know, cashews, chia seeds, like we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Uh, hemp art, <coughs> hemp hearts, rather. Um, oh, those are delicious, and they're nutty. Yeah. You uh, could use those ground up with nuge, and that could be Parmesan. And then I have uh, pepitas, pumpkin seeds. I mix those in my little my little nuts and yep, those and are the holes, that I put not together. the outside, but the inside. Those yep. are delicious. And uh, that goes hand in hand with the dried fruits, like your apricots, your coconut flakes. Uh, your cranberries, your even You have currant. to be careful with a lot of the dry fruit, fruits just because of the amount of um, sugar content. Yeah, look for them unsweetened, organic. Absolutely. You know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, you can do sweet, you can do easy swaps. Mm-hmm. Easy swaps. And, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be, ooh, that scary vegan food. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's really not. I mean, today's <laughs> vegan food is, is, is completely different. It's light years different for, for those who've been lifelong vegans. The food has definitely changed. And it's nice to see the market moving forward and embracing a lot of these vegan options now. 
Then sweeteners is another one because most people think, oh, okay, because there are some sugars that they still use as a bone, bone char. char. Yeah. Yeah. But you can use pure maple syrup in place of it, coconut sugar, which is what I put in my coffee when I have a sweet tooth, uh, which is every day. Yeah. You're, <laughs> coconut. you're the one that has to have a little sweetener. Yeah. Co- <laughs> coconut nectar, uh, organic pure cane sugar or raw sugar, and dates, I, of course. I think that turbinado sugar, I don't know how to pronounce it. I, we don't have it in the house, but there anything that is um, raw or unprocessed and sugars, you know, a little goes a long way. Uh, but you know, if you're transitioning off of an American diet, figure out what works. And even if it's meatless Mondays or taco, you know, lentil taco Tuesdays, start with something. Don't, you don't think like it's an insurmountable task that, oh my gosh, you know, this is, I really want to do this, but I don't know that I can, or it's impossible. Nothing is, that is not impossible. It's very possible. It's a mind shift. Right. You know, when you have, it, it just feels right when you're, when your, um, decisions are, are in, you know, are in, um, there's no dichotomy to it. It's right. you know you're 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 making decisions and you're feeling better about yourself and about what you're doing. Um, I'm not one to get really big on a soapbox, uh, but right. I I lead by example. And when somebody asks me what I'm eating or why I'm doing it, I let them know. Uh, I suppose I might become more activist. I'm very passionate about. Oh, I'm my already choices. there. Yeah. I know you're 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 definitely the one that's going to be out front. You know. Um, but some of the other things the that, you know, some of the other things that, you know, don't be afraid to use spice in your food. Oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, from everything from basil to bay leaves to cardamom, uh, well, cayenne, that's the simple stuff. Yeah, I mean, chili powder. Um, but yeah, oh these are gosh. simple things that you can find in every single grocery store, no matter where you are. Absolutely. You know, onion powder and paprika, smoked, you know, parsley, peppercorns, red pepper flakes, rosemary, sage. There's so many wonderful flavors that you can, I mean, you can take ordinary tofu, pressed and drained or whatever, and then season this stuff up and make a tofu scramble out of it and put some, a lot of these, uh, these, uh, uh, you know, spices in there. And it's absolutely one ginger. Ginger is oh, a very powerful ginger. and tasty. Yummy. You put those in our, a little mixed uh, our fruit smoothies every single yep. morning or vegetable. Actually, they're more than just fruit smoothies <laughs> or veggies and stuff. But, yeah, they've got fruit in them too. And of course, oils is another thing, but a lot of people are kind of they're moving resistant. away from oil. They're trying to, but yeah, so I still would like to use oil sparingly because I mean, olive oil, even though it's- You can use uh, bals- uh, any of the vinegars. There are so many flavored vinegars out there right now that uh, make things taste yummy. Exactly. I mean, just give it a little bit more flavor profile. Last night um, for a snack while watching some uh, watching a movie, I had uh, uh, air pop popcorn uh, and I decided to kick it up a notch and I uh, used uh, cumin and- uh, chili powder. It, that was really seriously delicious. I figured all I needed was a little bit of lime salt, which I don't have lime salt, but I think maybe they might make it. Uh, yeah. But it was just, you know, it's be just explore, be adventurous, try yeah. new things, go to a, go to an Asian market, go to an Indian market. If you're in an area that they have a lot of Latino foods, you know, um, embrace different chilies and different ways of you know working with spices because it is literally the spice of life it they're amazing they make food taste amazing mm-hmm. it, like your vinegars like you mentioned like the rice vinegar the red wine vinegar there's a champagne vinegar mm-hmm. that's so. delicious we're very very light 
Um, you can use any of the infused vinegars, mm-hmm. you know, black cherry. I have one that's mission fig, um, mission fig, uh, balsamic vinegar, uh, super delicious. So it's a fig. It's made mission out of figs. Fig. Uh-huh. It has fig in it and it's delicious on greens. And where did you find the mission fig? Uh, you can, any of your, uh, stores that have, uh, olive, different kinds of olive oils and, um, flavored vinegars, uh, here in our area, you can get it at a place uh, called, um, oh goodness, I forgot the one in Lynn. Uh, the one in the Frandor Shopping Center? No, no. Nature's Market, I think no, it is. No, no. Um, the one out uh, past Lansing. Not Whole Foods. No, but I suppose. Uh, Whole you Foods you could probably go. But another thing too, if you can't find them, and like, because a lot of people live in areas where they don't have access to a yep. lot of this stuff. So online is your is your best friend, you know, places like Thrive Market. Uh, mm-hmm. as well as vegan essentials. They have a lot of these bases, these butters, they are their vegan butters, the condiments, the spices, all these unique things that we've been talking about. They're actually not really unique um, because you can find canned beans and rice and quinoa. Oh and yeah, stuff, the staples are easy and they're inexpensive. Yeah. But if you want some of these interesting, you know, uh, spices, uh, then a lot of these places like vegan essentials, for example, um, will have a lot of these things. Um, you know, canned and bottled goods, you know, like uh, your tomato paste, your sun-dried tomatoes, diced tomatoes, salsas, the, all that stuff you can find at Walmart. You can find that at Kroger. You can find that at just about, you know, Safeway stores or Dollar Generals yeah. or any of that kind Publix. of stuff. So, and, and, and a lot of people are under the impression that it's more expensive to, to eat vegan. And act, technically, it's really not because if you stick with the basics, uh, you can go a long, long way. So... All right. Well, I think that's about all we have time for this week. We thank you for joining us for episode number six. We will see you next week right here at VegTalk Radio and VegTalkRadio.com. This has been a presentation of VegTalk Radio. To learn more about veganism, a plant-based lifestyle, our podcast, blog, and more, Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. For questions, comments, or interview requests, feel free to drop us a line at podcasts at vegtalkradio.com. And be sure to bookmark our website at www.vegtalkradio.com. Nothing artificial, just pure vegan talk. We are VegTalk Radio.